Hello all and welcome back to Struggling with the Bums, hosted by Daniel, Bryce, and myself, Eddie. Um, today we're going to be talking about kind of the first part to a sort of look at being a guy and being a man, essentially. Um, and this will be followed up by some other perspectives. But in this one, going to be talking about what it means to be a man, you know, like, all right, like put some put some dirt on it, right? Like the classic, you know, man up, cowboy fuck up, class, you know classic stuff and growing up as being a guy and trying to be a guy and like what's okay what's not bro code all that stuff so guys how do we like growing up like what was like masculinity you guys and even now having like stories a little bit here and there daniel oh geez i'm trying to think because like I don't know. I just grew up. <laughs> grew up. I don't know if I really focused on like, okay, like, yeah, this, this makes me a, a dude. I mean, I guess a lot of it was more like, okay, what makes me cool? What makes me not cool? Or I guess kind of like what makes me a bitch and not a bitch because I guess there, there are certain circum. Well, I guess that kind of answered your question a little bit. Oh, that's exactly yeah. it, really. Because yeah. then it's like, I don't know. Um, you You kind of don't want to be punked on with some stuff or like kind of you know, times in certain situations, like not always violent situations, but sometimes like in terms of like, I guess being truthful or something and owning up to your own mistakes and stuff like that, even that takes a lot of um, willpower. And not, I guess willpower is not the, the word that I'm character, looking for. courage, maybe and everything to, to, to do. And I know not everyone, um, it's considered a man, I guess, if they don't do that too, and just kind of, or at least, I don't know, in certain circumstances, that's the case. Cause I guess if you're always like <laughs> telling lies and everything, that might be a, a bitch move. So <laughs> shady for that. Yeah, for sure. definitely. Or like always snitching or something like, you know, so um, I'm not sure if there's, geez, I'm not sure if there's anything really particular. <laughs> well, um, actually what you brought up, kind of reminds you of kind of like those old westerns and like some mm-hmm. of those other movies that are like you know man's got to do it man gonna do like stand up for the village or you know what i mean like all those yeah. hero journey stuff and standing for something basically i think it's, that's kind of what you remind me of basically when you're talking about that for sure being being someone of high character like bryce said mm-hmm. yeah. yeah bryce you got some thoughts my guy yeah you know i looking back in kind of hindsight I think I was like anti-masculinity in my younger years so like you know um you know part it's a longer story than I'd like to go into at the moment maybe one day but part of the issue I have with my dad is he decided at the age of I don't know, four or five I was not masculine enough and that's part of the reason for understanding why he's not in my life so it's like and I grew up with like all females and I really didn't have like a male role model till I got to like, I don't know, like fourth grade maybe. And so I've, I mean, I've always been told more in like the, and at least in my younger days, it was more in like the feminine side. And so I, I don't know, like I probably was a punk in a sense, like how Danny was explaining it. Cause like if people tried to fight me, I just let them beat the shit out of me. I didn't like fight back which is very masculine i uh super sensitive kid still kind of sensitive some bums might say uh, which is not 
mask traditionally masculine i am a pretty big like talker about my feelings <laughs> i feel like uh again not quote unquote traditional masculine i you know i don't think it was really till maybe high school where i was like i i don't know i started really hanging out with the bros a lot more and it kind of became more of a jock ish type person and but i don't know i i because I, th- I think it was interesting. I, you, you mentioned the words like cowboy to fuck up. And that's something that I've heard like my entire life, like man up and stuff like that used as a, used as a phrase to like insinuate weakness in a lot in most insinuations or don't be a bitch. And I think that's interesting too, because obviously saying is, you know, bitches like saying for female dog, which, you know, this whole thing with, you know, referring to referring to someone as a bitch is, being like a feminine and being kind of lesser and something like that and so i don't know i got called i got those phrases a lot but i i really don't know about like me and masculinity i feel like i i haven't fully grasped it myself even at the age of 24 eddie no i mean i think i agree with you guys i think growing up i didn't have well no i had a lot of good like Unfortunate, man. As you guys know, and probably the audience, as you've heard me discuss, like I've definitely lived a, a very fortunate life and being able to have a lot of good role models. Um, so I think without really realizing it, like being a man, like, oh, you know, you got hit, like keep going, you know, like you get beat up, keep going, you know, or fight back. Like kind of like you're saying, Bryce, um, my cousins, my I have older cousins, one of them that, you know, we brought on to this uh, show, he, we didn't really mention it, but like we used to play like tackle football in the living room at our grandpa's, and he was I mean, he's older than me, man. I got tossed around like a rag doll, but it was always like, nah, you you got to man up and stay in there and keep tackling and keep playing. So that's kind of how I grew kinda, up. Yeah, kind of actually going off of that, the whole pain no gain thing for Absolutely. sure for me with with my dad. Um, yeah, to the point, oh, God, he even gave me, like, certain exercises to do that's supposed to, quote, unquote, toughen you up, like, like doing this to your wrist or something. I, I don't know how to explain it, but, yeah, apparently it's supposed to, like, strengthen, like, the area, that area and everything to make you tougher and, like, different stuff. And it's just kind of like in football or soccer, like um, – it's almost like even in football how it's like there's a difference between being hurt and injured and kind of going through all that uh yeah yeah Bryce for sure yeah I I think this is I don't know I can't speak for everyone but my mom was tougher on me when it came to like not being hurt than any coach or any teammate I've ever had in my entire life like definitely played with a couple concussions because it was just like unless you can't like get yourself off the field like you're not coming off and that was, like, the mentality. I mean, that's part of the reason, like, I don't have a grudge about it anymore. But, like, when I blew my MCL my into my junior year, like, I knew it was hurting, like, a week before. And it was just a toughen it up type thing. It was like, no, it seriously hurt. And it was like, well, you can still walk. So, I don't know. Like, I think that's, like, an interesting thing because, like, obviously my mom's not, like, super masculine. But, like, that's – um masculine trait so i think it's kind of interesting that like that can be something that's like attributed um but from someone that's not like a male or something like that because i mean a lot of people often say like women are 
tougher to men in certain areas. And it's like, well, if that's, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. I, I can have a higher pain tolerance. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I don't think I can withstand pain quite to the level my mom on such a consistent basis that she has. Granted, give some, throw some credit at my dad for something that he went through pain-wise. But yeah, no, I, I, I get that. But the other thing that's funny is my mom, it, wasn't, it was never my dad that would be like, get up and keep going. It's usually my mom. And my mom would be like, there's no crying in sports like when I was younger and stuff like that. So yeah, it's... <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I never got told that i well that, yeah it was like it was okay to cry you just couldn't like quit or give up it was okay was to say, cry. i'll add a little asterisk it wasn't that she didn't want me to cry it was more of like a get up and keep going and then once it's done like feel free to you know let everything out basically so speaking of high pain tolerances sorry this is just one story i remember i remember a kid that i played soccer with because he was one of my favorite guys I played with, he did push-ups with a broken arm or at least like one-handed push-ups and kind of used his other arm. It was, it was clear his arm was broken, but our coach was like, you're going to do push-ups. I think his arm was like bent the other way. And he was like, I don't care. This dude was literally like knocking out one-handed push-ups. I was like, that is a, that's a man right there. <laughs> I was like, this dude right here is tough. But I feel like that's where we well, that's where we start to diverge at that point because it's like is that really toxic? Like, yeah, exactly. You like, know, uh, actually, funny going going off of that, um, I could have saved myself quite a lot of pain if I had uh, just accepted that you know I'm actually injured and not just hurt. Um, definitely, certain muscles would be in a lot more intact than they are right now. Fingers um, feel better. Finger, let's see, finger for sure, because that that's still permanently screwed. Yeah, your hand, um, your definitely my hamstring. <laughs> um, I guess my groin's okay. It's not like hundred percent perfect, but every now and then, like if I don't fully, fully, like I don't. I mean, even if I stretch, sometimes it still feels like it might go down that path again, and it's just. I don't know, not fun. But the biggest thing is that hamstring for sure. That's still bugging me. It still doesn't feel. 100% normal you know I don't, I don't think we've deviated because i think there really is a correlation for most american men that grow up between finding that toxic masculinity and being quote-unquote tough in sports and i think you know any context sport you play football soccer basketball you're going to have moments where you get hurt and i and i think we've all played enough sports to meet kids that it's like you know they get nicked by you know nothing and they can't you know they cry and can't get up and you're like dude that dude's like soft like i don't want to be him (laughs) not to be mean but it's like i remember meeting kids like that it was like i don't like him like what's this dude's not with it you know i i always liked the kids that were like the toughest you know and just like attracted me so i think like but i think a lot of like talks i think a lot of people's a lot of males first experience of toxic male masculinity in my opinion comes from that because as Daniel and Eddie and I could probably test there was probably times where we were actually hurt and probably shouldn't have pushed ourselves but we did and now Daniel I know pays for it you just talked about it I paid for my knees and it's like man I wish I had quote unquote been a pussy and took better care of my legs or whatever to be honest I don't think my ankle heals 
like all the way back anymore at all. Like I'm not gonna like it's like my ankle, I sprained them so many times and like hurt myself and just kept going that like it'll reduce the swelling from the initial and it'll get like close to normal and then I'm just that's it. My um, buddy, he was a uh, oh go ahead. I was just gonna ask y'all uh what's the worst things that y'all have either played through or gone through but still continued to do whatever activity. You know, I think that our senior year when we played in the championship game, I have never been more in pain trying to play a sport or immobile from trying to play a sport in my entire life. Because, I mean, looking back, and when I came home for Christmas that year, and and granted, I've been lucky to never have too severe of an injury. My worst was like a near torn and broken ankle. Like that was it. And that was literally from playing pickup basketball. Granted, a week before uh, we played in the NorCal finals for volleyball. So, you know, me being an idiot, I am. But um, when we got back home from that Christmas, uh, if you guys remember, I had like two knee braces for my knees. Like the guy I was talking to was like, yeah, you're like your knees are like messed up. Like you have tendonitis. Like don't be walking around. Like you need to be taking medication. Like it was like pretty, it was like bad, just short of, really bad basically like needing some actual like stuff to do so that was definitely the worst but i mean even then that's not I mean, it wasn't terrible mm-hmm. daniel well let's see i know there's a couple off the top of my head um and i i guess depending on what country you're from they all involve football <laughs> um i guess kind of excluding the ones that i've already kind of discussed with like like my, my groin and everything but so there was there was one time uh, in a soccer game in high school. Um, it was between me and a goalie going for a ball, like um, defender. Something happened where the ball got kicked back towards the goalie, and I have scored off of intercepting that before. And then, um, like, for example, defender passes it back to the goalie, and I've been fast enough where I essentially cherry-pick that <laughs> and take it and score. So I always challenge the goalie too, because the way, I guess essentially the reason why I did that is because a lot of goalies, I feel like in soccer, feel like they're prima donnas and everything. They can't be touched and everything and all that. So I'm just like, you know what? You can be touched. (laughs) Um, So uh, yeah, I was going for it and uh, it ended up being pretty close. And I forget exactly how it happened, um, but I collided with the goalie, but, this dude was a fucking dick and ended up slide tackling me in my balls. And that fucking hurt so bad. And like, no one stopped the fucking play either. Just both like stupid bitch got up. I mean, so I'm still mad at that dude for that. Uh, Cause that is a bitch move. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I literally had to like army crawl myself to the side of the goal and no one fucking noticed or cared except for my coach when I crawled my ass all the way back to the bench and he's like got hit in the nuts huh I'm like no fucking shit <laughs> like oh my and I don't Dude. even know if they su- brought in a sub or whatever but I I, I guess I didn't care because I just straight up walked off the field because uh, <laughs> I like that makes me laugh, you know, because if we had been playing each other and you mm-hmm. came at my goalie like that, like we would have fought. Like I was <laughs> like that as a center back. I my good friend, my good friend, like he's like six three, and this like mm-hmm. five foot nothing kid like tackled him in the box and he had the ball. 
and he like shoved my friends. I think I've told this already. We shoved my friends to the ground. And I shoved that kid and got in big trouble. But I was like that with all of my goalies. Like you don't touch him. We would have. We would have probably <laughs> face the face. For me, I like taking those goalies down a peg. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely would have gotten at each other. Yeah. yeah, Bryce, why don't you hit us up with our your uh, injury? Or I want to come back to the fighting part though after. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think like probably my MCL because like that was the first time I'd ever had something like put me out I think I was, it took me like a month and a half uh to really get I don't know how people play with a like a like I didn't fully tear my MCL but I had stretched it to the point that it basically was burned out like all I had to do was play one more game and would have tore it but the day da- the same amount of damage was done and so like I couldn't walk I was on crutches and like it like to walk hurt like a mother like I had stairs dude and it was a nightmare like I, I like Dan was saying I kind of army crawled but I had to do it like on my back because even if my knee bumped into something and like I still have this problem my knee bumps into something it just like like lightning just shoots through my body it hurts so much um the only thing that's ever really dropped me super hard in soccer is one time I had a asthma slash panic attack in eight, in an eighth grade soccer game and I literally couldn't breathe and I just fell over and like it was it was probably one of the most scary things that ever happened to me because I just didn't know what was going on and I couldn't breathe but and like I legit like couldn't move I was just like uh but that's a sketch but I mean that's like the in all fairness, I don't think I've really talked to a lot of women about their injuries through sports and things like that. But I feel like it's just such a guy thing that, and maybe because that's my perspective we, and from all of us too, that we've all played sports our whole life, but it usually is the guys play sports, right? And stuff like that. So like most people I know will have some kind of injury that they played through or something that happened and stuff like that. But I think that's kind of funny. I think that's part of being, you know, part of being a guy is all the injuries that we had when we tried to play sports and we're stupid and stuff like that. So, oh, um, I have a lot of other just stupid ass injuries. Oh, that I that's what I'm saying. I mean, we've already discussed some of them. I shot myself yeah. a bow for Pete's sake. Exactly. <laughs> well, I think we should. Uh, I think it's a good way to transition to like when you call someone like like this is something I want to talk about. Like when you call someone like a pussy, I think that word triggers at least in my my five years of college like I don't think in high school I got called a lot I guess I just didn't care uh but once I got to college I was like there are certain dumb things I did because people called me that like I'll just say off the bat drinking there was several times where I was I was like for one I'm not gonna drink or I'm not gonna have more than like three shots and someone would be like bro you're being a pussy damn it or yeah, or, yeah, it's like, and you can't, you know, can't back out. Yeah, yeah, you can't back out. It's like, I, I, I've been in that scenario so many times with both of you bums and many <laughs> other bums, and it's like, what am I gonna do? Like, I'm not gonna. <sighs> it's an but, ego problem. No, but, it is. Yeah, but I think it's also part of that idea of like you don't want to be called out. Like, it's not okay to not be, like what you said earlier, Daniel. It's not okay to not be the cool person or like yeah. to be the guy right to be you don't want to be that guy basically. yeah, um, yeah dude. but at least the stupid stuff like i know someone that you know hopped over a fence and stabbed their leg like i know people that have done you know, mm-hmm. you know 
So I shouldn't I mean, be. Me and you, yeah. Eddie, both have done that in the same day. Uh, Not our leg, but our oh, head. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Daniel and I, because we, we thought it'd be quicker and we're like, just F it. We're just going to jump this fence to grab the soccer ball. Both impaled our hands um, on the barbed wire fence. Yeah. Tetanus, baby. Had to get a tetanus shot right after that. Yeah. Or um, like, there was one time where I was driving the speed limit and someone was like, you're driving like a pussy. And so I drove like 20 over for a little bit, not very long, because I was so scared. And I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, I don't care. <laughs> but I did do it for like a little bit. I was just like, it makes me mad how that like word still triggers me. Right. Like most recently, I went to a buddy's wedding a little while ago and they, they wanted me to get with, what is it, the maid of honor? They wanted me to get the maid of honor spun up. And I was like, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. And literally, like, these four of my friends I've been friends with since high school, they're like, dude, you're being a pussy. And I was like, oh, bet. And I literally walked up to her through, like, these people she was talking to. It was like, how do you even talk to her? I was like, hi, I'm Bryce Wayne. Can I get your phone number? <laughs> Didn't get the number. But it was like, I, you know, I, and I think you guys know me. I'm not the direct type with females in the first place. Like, I don't just go up to girls and like, hey, can I get your number? No, but there is something about but, being called out like that, that being a guy, you can't, you can't do it. You can't, you know, just there's that line. And it's funny, too, because have you guys seen Back to the Future 3? Yeah. Yeah, you know, have you not, Daniel? I don't think so. Damn. Okay, so Lame. Like, yeah, come on. Lame. <laughs> yeah, you know, back to the Future is I guarantee classic. you I've seen Michael movies J- that you haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, okay, but Michael, but Back to the Future is like a staple American cinema. Like, thank you. Yeah, it's okay. a classic. But, but anyways, basically, is, the guy's problem, the main character Marty, like throughout the entire three movie arc, is like anytime he gets called a coward, yeah, exactly, or anything like that, he's like, nah, we're not, we're not having that here, and he does some <laughs> dumb shit because of that. Yeah. By the end of the movie, though, by the end of the thing, he learns, you know, someone calls him, you know, a bitch or something like that. Doesn't mean he has to do anything about it and ends up saving his future, basically. But that's kind of, I think, what we're talking about a little bit, right? Am I right, Bryce? Like, yeah. And I think, too, it's like if a random stranger says it, I really don't care. But if it's someone close to me and it's like, I think it's, there's like, I think it's hard to, to tell the difference between if they mean it or if they're just messing with you in my opinion, because there's been times where I thought people were kidding and I figured out they were serious. And then I was like, Oh, really? That's how you feel about this. Like, okay. Like, yeah. Just my experience. You know, uh, you know, I, many times I've begged Daniel to come to the bars and I've never called him a put, it was like, don't be, you know, but I feel like that was the next step in my begging process. Dang. That was the first step in a lot of people's certain buns processing was immediately. Oh, dude, that's the, you wake up and it's like, what's up, pussy? <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, it's like seven in the morning. What? It's game day, pussy. Like, let's start drinking. <laughs> yeah, like, it's no a classic, bro. bro. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's part of being a guy, to be honest. That really is, dude. Like, bottom line. And I think the next part, the, the the step after that, beyond just doing certain things that could be stupid or just not like a good idea, is like the fighting part, right? Like, someone's calling you, uh, you know, someone's calling you a pussy, little bitch, stuff like that. Like, people are gonna throw hands. And I feel like, and this is just me, like 
pulling a number or whatever, right? Like this isn't me researching anything like that, but I feel like from a society perspective, as far as being a man, someone challenges you, you know, you gotta, you know, guys are more likely to like step up to that challenge and do something about it. Not saying it's smart. I'm just saying like, it feels like that's the thing. And I feel like for me personally, and you guys can talk to experience, I just usually brush it off or don't care. Because like, I have nothing to prove to certain people, but you know, within a friend group, obviously it can be different, but I mean, just like in general. Yeah. I think for me, unless you want to go first, Daniel, um, it's, it's like in the streets, like walking back from the bars or walking to the bars, probably I, I could care less, especially like I was always weary too. If that person was with a the group, there's no way I'm even considering like, that you know like i've been in a couple situations where like groups have called my group certain names and i'm like nah i'm not about it like uh. but in sports it's different because i think it's like you're competing with that person and so it's like oh really okay like i don't know like football you know several situations where playing you know calling each other certain names and certain bums wanted to fight certain teams <clears throat> what you certain know, uh you know certain bums bum. you know I certain wide receivers you, <laughs> you know certain bums took that off the field to the bars and wanted to fight the whole team and, and then like even in soccer like i don't know never had anyone call me a pussy in soccer except for once and that was yeah me and my buddy that was this goalkeeper same guy i keep talking about yeah, we almost did fight these guys. <laughs> it didn't happen, but it was probably the closest. Like, but yeah, mainly football with you guys. It was like every intramural game, somebody had to try, you know, a certain bum that I lived with, and he was not having it. That that's a guy that like I didn't fully understand how like because I wasn't really confrontational. I would say my first year, I didn't fully understand that. And then when I started living with a certain bum. This man, you you said anything? It, it was like there could there was a slight chance, you know, hands might have to be thrown with anything. Like we played Gears of War too, and like talking trash and that would get out of hand sometimes. I was like, okay, like I didn't realize this was a thing for certain guys, and there was other bums too that were like that. Like they would get locked up twice by a corner, and next thing you know, they want to fight this dude. <laughs> like, bro, chill. I don't know, Daniel. Locked up by a corner. Who is that? Uh, a certain bum that we don't like very much oh. right now in the group chat. You get locked up like twice by a corner. We'd be like, the dude's trash. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight him during the game or something like that. Mister Under Armour gloves. I got trash you. Ass, but, yeah, Daniel. What about you, man? Like, did you experience that a lot? I feel like in football, there's way more opening for fighting than any other sport besides maybe like hockey and MMA because it's like, you know, it's just heavy contact. And a lot of guys, if they go down the wrong way, they take that really personal, you know, or they get hit a certain way. Like, and there's so much trash talk in football. I can't really think of a sport where they talk more trash. Um, I think it kind of depends on which it is too, which level of football. Um, Cause I definitely know in uh, you though our intramurals thing had a lot more boosted egos that 
were all over the place versus like in actual competitions I've been in where like I don't know for me I didn't talk to anyone on the other side of the field most of the time and like every now and then like I'd run into the occasional person that would try to say something but it really wasn't that all that much but I mean at certain level I mean yeah it, it depends too because if you do something that's kind of just like a cheap low blow thing of course you're gonna start something too there or or you know um i guess i guess it just depends on how you go about it in there but definitely definitely an intramurals and everything with a u of o definitely definitely a lot of dudes with uh massive egos but but i mean even to go a little bit deeper down like do you feel like they're and i know you might be a little more of the outside case for besides price and i maybe i don't know i'm saying it but like in general do you ever feel like there are times where people like it just was easy to be like tested and really just want to like step up and do something. Like, what do you mean by? I know, I know I'm saying, I'm not saying the best, but like, I mean, thinking of all of our interactions, whether you're going to the bars, school, whatever, like I, I just like, I feel like guys are just more likely to just throw hands, you know, for whatever. And did you ever feel that way sometimes? Um, yes yes i do yeah well let's say don't lie don't <laughs> lie um geez i mean god when you're drunk I'm... you're kind of scary bro you're a little scary you're because you're unpredictable it depends you're very on the drunk unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. It, it you're very um, you get to a certain level where it's like really anything could happen and it's actually the scariest thing ever i don't know if that's a good thing but um it's uh, i mean there was one time i thought you might turn on me i was i was really scared um i was really scared i'm trying to think because i know for me the biggest thing that sets me off is oh my god people's driving <laughs> actually tailgating me that instantly makes me want to throw hands uh, uh, oh, speaking today i was tailgated by this big ass truck behind me and i'm just like dude you have a lifted fucking truck where do you think you're going at in that like you what you fucking <laughs> speed racer like where what, in a lifted truck with those little tiny ass wheels. See, oh my God, don't even get me started with the lifted trucks with the tiny ass little wheels on them because it's just like the dudes that you see at the gym who lift upper body so much and they have them skinny ass chicken legs. That's what those trucks remind me of. You cannot tell me, I know this is a whole nother tangent, but you cannot tell me that those trucks look good. Like if you're gonna lift your truck, put some fat ass tires on it and shit, okay? Don't put those little skinny ass things that you would might see on a sports car. And I'm not saying this is bro code and Bryce will let you have it after this, but like low key, don't go to the gym and only work upper body. All right. Okay. Your legs exist too. They need to work. All right. Yeah, trust Brad us. Chad. Trust us. Looking like a Brad or Chad doing something Ain't like that. that. Uh, <clears throat> I was just going to say like, I grew up with Daniel a lot. And I remember one time we went to Portland to get something. He went to get a haircut. That's what it was. And there was like a 10 minute span of us driving. And he was like, stupid fucking motherfucker like motherfuck this bitch fucking shit like you saw ass pussy bitch like just going in on every he was zooming through like every because they're going like 10 under the speed limit you know all these like 40 year old women and Dan was just like motherfucker <laughs> he's just angry as fuck and i'm just sitting in the back like <laughs> okay oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's just angry as hell the people's <laughs> driving here is either too slow or like absurdly fast where it's just like, oh, what are you even doing at that point? 
But I mean, that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's like I don't know. Maybe I think we definitely do need an outside perspective. But for sure, I feel like oh, amongst the bums and amongst us, like there are definitely a lot of times where like we're just easy, yeah. quick to quick to catch that fire and be like, "What's up?" And it just kind of like I don't know. I guess we just always have seen it, right? Like in TV I, and movies and like things we've read and shit like that. So it's kind of that. I'll thing, give another key example of that which I think you know there was one time where Eddie and Daniel Dan was an instigator in this situation oh. uh, <clears throat> and some other bums went to a Halloween party and I did not go for some reason I think I had work the next morning or that oh. night you know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about oh. <laughs> and this Halloween party was at a female bums apartment with a lot of her female friends and they ran into another group of guys. And, like, I don't know the whole situation. Eddie will tell more in the details than I have. But basically, they wanted to solve this with violence. The issue, they had a they had an issue. It was a small one. And I know Dana was like, I'm down. I'm down. I remember because my roommate at the time told me about it and how happy he was that Dana was going to fight with him. <laughs> um, and I remember Eddie being upset that Dana was such an instigator. But, yeah. Um, Basically, it was like, I'm down to fight. And, oh, it, and the females were just like, well, can we just talk this out? Like, Time please. Out. I, didn't, I didn't start. You did. did. No, 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 no. came home. Hold on, hold on. Let me, home and was like, Daniel wanted to fight these guys. No, no, let me. I let me to fight them, but I didn't start it. Yeah, let me let me just give you a little more. Two minutes to I didn't start it. He said he asked you. Right. He said he asked you on the couch if you were down to fight these guys, and you said yes. <laughs> okay you should know better with that bum if you're telling him you'll back him up in the fight that might as well be saying let's go kill these guys with <laughs> come on man bro i got come my on. bros back what you mean <laughs> bro you know with that certain bum you have to be like no peace namaste no bye <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry eddie go ahead no no i think uh, i'll give a little background with this i think i think you're right this is a perfect example it captures, <laughs> captures the male experience right here and then, and then I definitely want to hear Daniel's bum moment, and then we'll come back to it um, a little more on the toxicity side. But basically, there's these three people that were like friends of a friends of a friends of a friends that came, and we're all having a good time. There's alcohol involved, so of course, all the dudes are just you know, you got the juice flowing. Um, and basically, they kept like throwing this heavy cane on the ground, and they were literally just like, <laughs> it was the dumbest thing in the world. They just kept throwing it on the ground and making noise and like being annoying and so finally like there's a few bums that were like we're just gonna go stop this like this is just so ridiculous that they just keep making noise and being disturbing and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they talked to them they mm-hmm. came out very aggressive from the start like here's the thing we could we could be not saying we could all be friends but at the very least we could probably be like not polite but like you know no we did try to resolve that peacefully at first no but i heard i didn't just hear mm. that song. there mm. was a very aggressive passive aggressiveness to trying to stop it and i think if we were a little more passive about it we could have avoided a situation which is what the other bums were trying to tell us okay fuck them three blind mice Close. yeah i know <laughs> anyways instigator it, instigator it, i'm telling you so they walked away but it started to escalate it started ja- jer- uh just started can't talk yapping back and forth and that is when the bomb asked daniel hey man like if we're gonna go down like would you want to join this and daniel's like of course of course i would it's like yes 
it's just immediate. So it's like, I bet. And so they're just yapping at each other, bro. And they wanted to go outside and go settle it. Great. Keep in mind, outside means a high place. So, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. That situation is bad because there's it's like on the third floor and it's yeah. outside railing and yeah. it's really tight. Like someone could have honestly fell off. And going when someone's like, you want to take this outside, that means you want to fight. Like, yeah. I don't know if that, everyone knows that saying, but. Anyway, so yeah, it just kept escalating, and then finally, like, eventually they left, and like, some of the bums got in trouble for that. Not me, because I wasn't instigating that. I was trying to pacify a situation, keep an eye out. I don't remember getting in trouble for that at all. No, not <laughs> you, because you were, yeah, you some... kind of did. And you kind of, there were some bums that weren't happy with you in yeah. the group that were like, and you could have said no. Yeah, because they told me distinctly, you said yes with a giant <laughs> smile. You had a giant smile. You're like, yes. Okay, the only thing I remember is they were <laughs> douchey three blind mice, one of you fucks. Okay, hey, and here's, here's the thing. That's it right there. That's this the male experience right there. Absolutely. And like those, those guys got lucky because there was like hard. nine bums. Oh yeah, no, they were gonna get run. There's three there versus like the... eight. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. But anyways, I mean, you guys, that's the you know wrong neighborhood. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it, that that I because you guys called me, someone called me because I was like DDing or something like that. Trying to tell me about it, I was like, should have said something earlier. I would have pulled up with like eight more guys. <laughs> like, start calling everyone I know. Like, hey, want to go fight? You know, I really eight v three. that that much. I literally, Daniel, bro. I went. I was <laughs> along for the ride. I am telling you. No, no, Daniel certain, really was along for the ride, but it was a yes from the start. That was like, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you later off camera who called me like directly after everyone left and was like super upset uh, I, it, I mean it was her apartment it was yeah. her apartment yeah. she was like well, i, I mean, thought they were gonna destroy everything uh but yeah let's take this moment uh dan you want to taste <laughs> the bone moment and we'll get back to back to what it means to be okay. a guy well going off of this moment it's not like a specific thing but it's more of exploring maybe the differences between the way that dudes think maybe and girls, I know we're going to take another look at a different perspective, but I know a lot of times where I'll be, I mean, for hours just you know, on like what Discord playing games with someone or something. And then like I'll have, I guess, either my mom or someone else be like, oh, you talk to such and such. What do you guys talk about or how's him doing or what is he up to or what is he doing with school? Blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like, well, I mean, he's doing good. And then it's like, what, what is he doing with school? I don't know. <laughs> and then the, it'll follow, be followed up with a, another question. And it's still like, I don't know. He didn't say. <laughs> then this, that, and the other. And then it's like, well, what do you guys talk about? And then it's just like, I don't know, stuff, I guess, whatever comes up. <laughs> I mean, if, if it comes up, it comes up. It's not, he's like, don't you ask anything like that? And I'm just like, no, not particularly. <laughs> But, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think it's curious because I know a certain comedian has explored that for sure before. Um, geez, I'm trying to think of who, who it was again. But I, I do think it's interesting how um, I guess it's just kind of a bum moment because every time it's just like seeing seemingly like we talk about nothing, even though we've been in a freaking call for hours or whatever. But um yeah, I mean, I, I guess I kind of goes into other things too, um, where it's like I feel 
I don't know. I don't know if it, be, well, I guess, I don't know if it's like this for girls or not, because obviously I'm not a girl. I can't really say, and I don't know that perspective, but um, I don't know if it's a thing where you like talk about like everything or nothing or like always open with us. I don't know. I feel like dudes, if you have something usually to say, you'll say, or like, I mean, I, I guess that's a bad part sometimes is because definitely things should be opened up. Um, and I, I guess that's where the part where we've all been down the road was like, oh shit, that was going on. No one knew and everything, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, Daniel, that's a great way for us to transition to what I think is one of the biggest issues with <clears throat> excuse me, uh, male toxicity, as we kind of think about it more today is not being able to share and not feeling like we can talk about our feelings and emotions. Like that was something that like, I, I, mean, I don't think anyone at home ever drilled into me because I, again, I'm pretty open with my feelings and pretty open with sharing, but definitely at school, like definitely got policed by like the other males around me. It's like, dude, you can't like tell people you're feeling set, what you're feeling. Like you're not supposed to tell anyone like you know you're supposed to be emotionally neutral all the time don't don't let ever don't ever let people see it like that was something i heard all the time like if they affect you don't let them see it and there were several times like i would try to talk about certain issues with some friends and they were like i I don't want to hear about your issues like oh okay and like i think that's like extremely toxic i do think it's something that's gotten so much better because even as Daniel mentioned at the end, like, you know, maybe it took us five years of friendship or something like that to get to the point where we more openly discuss our issues. But again, as mentioned before, it was like mind blowing when me and Eddie were roommates for one term, we would have these, like, we just start opening up and it was like, it was like so good for our mental health and like really push our friendship, I think from one level to the next, because it was like, I think it was like we really got to know what was truly going on with that other person. It helped us understand each other at a way greater way greater level. Yeah, I think that like those like four or five months, I learned as much about you as I had in the previous like four to five four to five years. And it's like yeah. that's like kind of, I don't want to say that's embarrassing, but it's like low-key embarrassing. Like, come on, we've been friends, we've been in the trenches, like we've gone through some shit. And like to discover, you know, as we continue talking for our audience. You know, there's something that we've said on here that we've published our episodes that like that was the first time I heard anyone experience those things. And it's like you just don't talk about them. I don't know. I think it's dumb yeah. looking back. But I remember like definitely in the moment it was it's hard to like articulate your feelings or or like be sensitive. Like that's not what a guy is supposed to do, basically. And yeah. so like you never were. And now you're trying to learn how to be. And it's not super easy and it can cause issues. So, yeah. 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 And it, it takes a lot to trust to like be vulnerable like that. And I think like that's like a huge issue. I don't know why necessarily females have more trust in each other that they could open up as much as they do. And that's like, that's been the one thing I, I don't fully understand even now because I feel like as much as I am about opening up and sharing my feelings, I really only do it with people I trust. I, w- I don't typically go to people I don't know very well and be like, hey, man, I'm feeling sad today, and this is why. I don't know. Down to, like, Because, Daniel, you know, I think, like, me and you probably, even before Eddie, like, we would talk about, 
depression and you know your issues with your concussion quite a bit but it was like always like in your car and we were going somewhere you know and or something like that and it was just like it never left the car if that makes sense like the conversation started and ended in there and that was that was all there was to it special place for (laughs) (laughs) where's bryce and daniel oh i don't know last time i saw him driving to portland it's like midnight what (laughs) don't worry about it don't worry about it family (laughs) the car's family (laughs) yeah the way you treat yours hell yeah it is (laughs) i don't know like eddie like as it's been stated, you know, one of my problems with a certain bum is that I feel like I don't know anything about them. Like, you know what I mean? I, like, I know them, but I don't really know them. And I it's think, like, yeah, I've that's... tried for many years to, you know, be open with them. And I have been with myself. And when you don't get it, when it's not receptive, it, it's a little frustrating and difficult. Yeah. I think with some of my friends or people that I have, the ones that I can think of that I, and I don't know if this is what you guys think as well, or at least Bryce, it sounds like you're kind of thinking this, I'm about to articulate it, but like, it feels like the people that I see as like the manly man are also like very toxic in their masculinity as well to that point of like, it's not, you know, I'm not trying to speak bad about anyone at all. It's not like I'm perfect, right. but it's more like the, yeah. to your point is like, dude, why can't we just, open up and talk about some stuff like we're we've been friends for years like let's just talk about these things and it just yeah. doesn't seem like they can get through you know and that, and that sucks but, yeah eddie i remember one time i approached you about what would you call it like a like a uh, you call it like a pass the stick thing or something like i wanted to do like get all the guys oh, yeah one of our bums talk about passing the, the candle around yeah passing the candle. Here, yeah. i wanted to like get all the guys lock in lock us in the bunker and like really get to know each other and that was like pretty early on it was like 2017 something like that and it got shot down real hard like nobody was about that I was like, oh, okay because a certain bum like he was drunk and upset and like dropped some like heavy news on me it's like dude i never knew that was like going on in your life like i'm so sorry like you should have said something earlier you know but i don't know i it's tough because you know, certain people are, you know, come up like they, you know, if you grow up in like a super manly, quote unquote, traditionally manly house, like there's no way you're going to share your emotions. Like, sure. so I think now you might be able to get away with the passing the candle, but like, obviously then it was, it was different, unfortunately. Yeah. Maybe in our next meetup, but it's like, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's, that's the other thing I was going to say was, um, kind of forgetting it the what care bears care bears oh oh that's what i was gonna say do you guys okay like this is not meant in a condescending way and no i nor do i completely support saying it but like you know like when you're trying to be close to the guy it's kind of like i don't i don't want to say like it's gay but like you know what i mean like that that's kind of like got tossed around quite a bit for sure and I feel like that, to your point, like to take it a step further, Bryce, like have you guys experienced that, like getting close to guys, like, I don't mean in a romantic way, I just mean like being homies and stuff, I feel like is sometimes hard because there is almost that, that I don't think I've noticed amongst women. 
Um, oh, like, like, like you think, like, keep it going, but what like you're saying. There just but, seems like to be an openness and like a willing to be open. And like for guys, it was always treated as like taboo, uh, basically. Yeah, Whereas with women, yeah. it seems like it's like not. I mean, have you guys. Absolutely. I think like you open up to someone and seen as soft, at least for guys, like, or like, you know what I mean? It's like how people always say they've never seen their father cry. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's something to do with that. You know, it's, I don't know. I, I don't know. I've cried in front of a whole bunch of people. And, you know, it. like, I, I mean, at that time, like, I was just so, like, upset I didn't care. But I was like, after I was like, oh, my gosh, like, everyone thinks I'm, like, soft and was soft. You know, can't, you know, but... I, I don't know. Like, that's a good point, Eddie. I, I do think there's, like, a lot of toxic stereotypes about what is considered, you know, being a tough masculine guy and what is not. And I think it's, like, interesting who gets to, quote, unquote, make the rules, which for me was always, like, upperclassmen or the older guys. And it's, like, you know, the guys before them. And it's, like, that toxicity city was only worse. Like, this problem, here we are in 2020, it's only now, 2021, only now getting a little bit better. So it's, like, you know, I'm even out of college, and I don't really have influence on, like, freshmen, like I would say, used to. And really wasn't, I hate to say, really wasn't open like that even my senior year of college. You know, so it's, like, hopefully, like, maybe a generation or two behind us will really change that stereotype. Yeah. You know what I think is really funny is uh, with a lot of the dudes you would consider like super manly dudes when it comes to like something um, really, I guess, emotional or something or um, sensitive. Yeah. Something that's sensitive. You'll see them like be so unsure and like, uh, t- I, I guess really tentative and like for once actually kind of like I guess you see a side that you don't normally see that's that that was exactly what I was getting at by the way like that's pretty much what I'm trying to say basically and it's like where does it come from you know I think you're just imitating what they've seen older guys do because yeah. when I think like this from my experience that's where I've learned all of it besides what I learned at home from like my mom and grandma but i understand that's a pretty unique experience in its own it, from at least in my experience dealing with like this you know i i wonder with like certain bums too that are you know there's a couple that are quote-unquote super masculine i think it's interesting like how sensitive they can be about certain issues that like and it's like their immediate response is like violence to those issues like and i think that's like kind of interesting it's like instead of talking it out or trying to be what I would say more rational, it's like, uh, we can take this outside right now or you can drop it. And it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Exactly. And Daniel, that's what, that's what you mean too, as well. Right. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Do you want to elaborate? Um, I would, if I know how to like, I have the image of exactly what I mean. In my head, it's just I don't know if I can explain it well. I mean, um, just just say it. I'm just trying to think of because uh, I definitely saw this in a <clears throat> show for sure where it happened, and I'm trying to remember if it was Fear the Walking Dead or something, but it was in a show. 
that involved a dude that was quote unquote the manliest of dudes. And it came to a point where um maybe it wasn't Fear the Walking Dead, maybe it was something else. No, actually, oh, was it? Mm, I'm trying to think. Oh god. Um the point is I believe it came up to like some very, very sensitive stuff. And I guess you then see like a weakness that I guess you wouldn't normally have had seen before, I guess. And I, I guess that's the other problem that uh makes it worse is because like something like that is even seen as a weakness, you know, even though it really shouldn't be, but it, it was just yeah. interesting. I get almost in a sense, I, I guess what I was getting out is vulnerability. It's that that that's what I was looking for. So no, absolutely. I think I even want to take a step further and say, <clears throat> in my head, looking back, I don't think I've cried in front of too many people. Like, I've never lost it in front of too many people. Always away from people, it's always like, like, there's just, an, there's like a anti be vulnerable in public kind of thing. And I know like that could be in a general sense, but I feel like for being a guy, it's like, you aren't, you don't be vulnerable in public. It's not, you're not a man if you do that, basically. I don't know if you guys have felt that before. Kind of. I was in it. Same time. I know dudes that will beat your ass while crying at the same time. (laughs) I've definitely seen that quite a bit. So, (laughs) you know, Again, I worked at a place that wasn't always, you know, the best for my mental health. And there was a couple of occasions where it really brought me to my knees and I would definitely like cry. Like I made the mistake the first time of crying in front of everybody and they definitely used that against me. And so I just made sure like I tried my best in the future when if I was going to cry, like to go somewhere private and to like keep it private. But I also like, with my like young when I was like in the leadership position with my younger guys in that same area, I was like, you know, if you need it, I'll give you a hug. If you like, like, like I know that sounds like maybe like bad, but like I, I think that's another thing too. Guys don't hug. And if they do the bro hug or, or they do the like the arm kind of link thing, like if two dudes hug, Facts. people really lose Facts. their shit. Yeah. And like, like I'm a hugger and I don't hug my friends enough because even with my like some bums, man, they they are still not with it. And it's like, bro, you know, and it's like, I, I don't know. So much the hugging itself. It's just, I don't like, I like my personal space and I don't like to be touched a lot. But as, see, I think as, I'm not... that like is borderline between the, I feel like I think there's something the guys influence on you like and you personally, which is like, yeah. yeah. Daniel, I know you've let me hug you a couple of times and I've been able to tell every time that you weren't the most comfortable with it, but because it was me, you let me hug you. I mean, I, I appreciate the thing that. Is, I feel like it doesn't necessarily matter on gender either. If I don't want to be touched, I don't want to be touched. You know? Right. Which is why I was saying but, that split of like, that yeah. definitely is. Yeah. But, but like girls hug girls all the time. Girls, well, girls, from my understanding, this is a whole nother topic and there's a certain bomb that I'd love to bring on and have her better explain this to me. But sometimes I've heard from girls that are like friends with their other girlfriends 
that aren't like you know bisexual even they, like kiss their friends and I'm like not saying that they would do it like guy friends but I think it's oh. interesting how they're able to express their affection and it not be taken as like more interested romantically you know yeah, and it's with okay. guys man oh, yeah, it's like know. you better you better dap them up and that's about it like, yeah. don't get any closer but oh dude like in sports i had a soccer tournament man i like we long story short we choked like every all six guys choked at once and we lost and it sucked and i remember like literally crying with everyone because we're just like we suck like this is horrible but yeah I was like cried with six guys. Never done that again. <laughs> oh, for uh, sure. But I think that's you know not to get dark, but like at the same time, I know we mentioned in our mental health episode, was it like men commit suicide for like they're four times as likely to like die from suicide than women are. Is that what it was? They'll also go through. Yeah, yeah they'll go through it. Yeah. And something too, I think us being self-aware. You know, personally, I don't think any three of us really have any true toxic, uh, male toxicness to us. Like I, like I, like the thing I know you guys pretty well. I will, I will say, per our awareness, we do not. But I think there are certain things. Oh, absolutely. That we don't absolutely. realize that do. Yeah, but I'm saying there's certain bums that if we had on this episode with us. It'd be a real, I think they would have a different opinion than us because it's like very obvious what male toxic patterns they carry themselves. And it's like, like, let's, let's dump into that. Like, why do you think that's an issue? Like, I think all of us are at least open to saying, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe I don't do it, but there's certain guys, you know, Eddie, that if we brought on here, it'd be a very different conversation. I don't know. Does anybody, you guys want to try to, what would you, what would you say is my one male masculine thing? I, I can be kind of a little over hard, I think, sometimes in certain situations. Bit of a dick, maybe, too. I don't know, man. I think maybe, maybe it is that, because I feel like a lot of people will try to beat around the bush with certain things, and yours is just like, nah, dude. We're telling it straight up. I'm going for the the kill kind of thing. And sometimes I'm just like, bro, we don't need to do that. Like that is a little sensitivity, right. man. A little sensitivity. Yeah. Yeah. Like you need a little yeah. sens- exactly. Exactly. Daniel, I love you. But sometimes you can come off a little cold. I don't know if that has anything to do with man or masculine, yeah, but I've been but it's like emotionless, which I actually respect a lot because it makes you seem kind of cool in my opinion. But I at other times I'm like, I wonder what Daniel's feeling during this event. And I look at you and you're like, no, facts and I'm like, you, I'm like yeah. even even right now man i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well you know i it's funny because i i have gotten that a lot where it's just like i don't i don't well i've heard i've had people tell me that it just seems like i don't care and it's not like i don't care it's just a very like maybe it is he's too cool well, to care kids. really not that i don't care it's just it is what it is like i don't know sometimes it is what See? it is that's what you that's that's what you, he's too cool to care that's no, all it is. i think they cool. don't care though in like certain <laughs> situations it's like you know certain things like how they play out i'm just like okay well that's how it played out like i mean some some things are out of my control and a lot of times it's just like okay well if it's out of my control like i don't i don't have really something i can do about it you know 
So I think Daniel, you are the epitome of go with the flow. Like you were oh, just yeah, like I know. <laughs> yeah, like you are literally but but if you get knocked off the flow. God dang. In in a bad way. I'll say in a bad way. Obviously, some other stuff's going down is different, but if it was a bad way, like someone intentionally knocks you off, it's like what's up? <laughs> yeah. Dang, um, you make me think uh no better friend, but no worse enemy. Oh, what, like, I would never want to be on your rock. It is. I feel like I I'm run. a happy camper flowing down a stream until someone fucks up my boat. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I have a perfect metaphor. Yeah. I've tried to stop some. I've tried to stop the repercussions of someone fucking up your boat, and I was very scared for my life. Yeah, I'm really glad you did it because there's no way I was doing it. I was trying to argue with the ref. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel didn't even like. I don't think he recognized it was me. I think he would have hurt me trying to hurt the other people like that's how angry he was mm, i don't know and, about that I'm, you, I'm, dude the look in your eye daniel i really thought you could kill me with <laughs> <laughs> this like killer look in your eyes bro nah, man, but uh you know eddie and like i think you can agree that everyone's biggest complaint at least on the football side is just how nice you are which isn't a bad um, thing i know it's anti but it's like it's though. yeah you know what I mean? Because it's like yeah. someone will call Eddie a, a name in football, and Eddie just like, "I have a good game, sir," or something like. Not maybe, not maybe, not like oh. that extent, but but it's like you know you would expect where someone calls you a bitch, you know, you expect for your teammate to call them a bitch back and not take it. And it's like maybe Eddie won't respond. Hence, some wide receivers and other bums are had to talk shit for him. Yeah. And they love I, talking I pull, shit, so I pull the that. classic Andrew Luck, or like he yes. gets <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. great tackle, man. Great, great tackle, tackle, bro. Yeah. I've said that in games when people run good routes and stuff like that. I'm like, damn, man, that was a great route. Nice one. And they're like, look at me, like, what the f- like, who are you? Sometimes, though, they're like, oh, yeah, thanks, dude. I'm like, yeah, my guy. Yeah. I will say, though, Eddie, when we would get to playoffs, you did kind of get mean. And I really like, like, I, I could tell, to, like, yeah, I, I could tell, like, like there, like the thing with Eddie, like leadership, because I think again he's probably the de facto leader of the bums, whether he likes it or not at heart, just because he's QB one uh, for the team and he's always kind of made decisions for us. And it's like everyone listens when you talk. You know what I mean? There's no one that's like eh, I'm not gonna do what Eddie says type thing, really. And so it's like I don't know when whenever you become more uh, direct with what you want. Like, just in playoff games, there we would hit, like, spurts where it was like, look, this is what we're going to do, and this is how we're going to do it. Because, as you know, in the pocket, everybody's got an opinion about how we're going to run our offense, including mm-hmm. myself, and I know nothing about football and should never have an opinion on it. But there's times where you were like, look at his dad, like, look, this is what we're going to fucking do, bums. No one oh. says a damn word, and we do it. And it's like, why can't you do that every time, Eddie? <laughs> You know what? Uh, you know, jet sweep. <laughs> I was actually thinking about this at work today. I don't know why I was thinking about, but it it came up in my head at work the whole intramural thing, and then I remember that one dude, that one game, Bryce, that he was just being a dick to you the entire game when you were trying to block him, and he was like trying to mow you over, or whatever. And I think yeah. I went in to replace you one play. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He tried to lower his shoulder on me. Didn't you like drop him? into right into his turn <laughs> and heard a a very satisfying thud, knocked him on his ass. <laughs> and then of course he did the do of course I got a fucking flag for it, even though 
whatever like he's the one that started that dude had like been ripping my shirt my shirt was yeah, like yeah, down yeah. here I, by the end of the game you, you came you walked up to the ref after i think one of the plays <laughs> you know like the ref didn't throw a flag and you like looked at him and your shirt's like kind of ripping and it was just like yeah he didn't do that by like like the guy wasn't trying to grab his flag yeah. or nothing the man was literally... <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah it was yeah. so sad and I, I i guess what i was thinking about during work was i thought it was so stupid that he got in my kind of in my face after doing clapping for like getting flagged or whatever i'm like but at the end of the day you just got your <laughs> knocked on your ass like, what are you celebrating and the last thing like that kind of makes me think of the last thing i think about when i think of like masculinity and on the good side is like brotherhood like i think brotherhood is probably like maybe one of the top three things that's most like important to me as a person like i'm a big we we guy not a big i guy Oh. and like like that whole situation daniel when you got like my first thought because like i'm i'm on the soft side at heart was oh i gotta make sure daniel's okay because like i thought you got hurt because i mean you went into the bleachers or the benches and i was like you know but the, everyone else on that team they were ready to kill, I don't, i'm sorry they were ready to harm that guy very badly and that was like you know what I mean? It's like, it's not like you're friends with every bum that was on that team. You know, there's certain bums that, like, I don't talk to today. But, like, at that moment, it was like, don't mess with the squad. Yeah, like, yeah. like, we yeah. will screw the intramural t-shirt, screw everything in this game. Like, we will brawl. Like, uh, um, I don't know. I think that's something that kind of comes with masculinity, though. Because, well, you know. I think the other thing that I've personally also experienced is kind of like the fake instant brotherhood of stuff like you talk to like one person once and like all of a sudden you're like bro because i know someone probably to this day the only one of the few people i can actually i can easily say probably still doesn't like me um for i mean certain reasons but i feel like it just is a big misunderstanding that he refuses to accept but Anyways, I'm not bros with the dude. Never really was bros with the dude, but he considered us bros. And then apparently I did something against the bro code, which is totally not because I don't even know you really. And it's just like, I'm not your fucking bro. <laughs> and then he got super pissed off about it and everything. I'm just like, okay. But I think there's a light, there's a light and dark side to everything, right? Like there's a balance yeah. to it. You know, I think on the positive side, we've seen what, brotherhood yeah is and on the negative side you know you hate to see it be kind of faked i just can't you know you got to be able to go through things together as friends to really yeah, I, mean, I don't know i just i just hate like people being fake in general and a yeah. lot of that to me sometimes just comes off as fake because especially when i don't know you like that, yeah. you know? but i mean any on just on that because i just really want to ask you this question do you think that's also another factor into you our issue with a certain bum at the moment we're having like it felt like the bro the brotherhood we built with this bum because he'd been there since like winter term our freshman year you know who i'm talking about we're in california you know what i mean it's like he'd always been around we'd done these things you know it felt like it was a genuine brotherhood that you know and now you know exterior issues have come in and it's really it's really killed kind of at least for me you know that i don't think it was a fake thing to be honest I think it was just, I, I think as a person, and I know this gets thrown a lot more for as a man, there's like things that you put, 
I want to say this incorrectly, but like, you know, you stand for something. And I think part of the bad part of like standing for things sometimes, especially in a toxic sense is the inability to like try to understand, you know what I mean? Certain things. And that causes it. That's what causes issues. It's that like toxic course I'm standing right here because that's what I got to stand for. And that's it. And I think there's a lot of things that we can agree on that would be like, absolutely, of course. And I think there's other things that are a lot more divisive that, I don't know, you just wish you could talk more about, basically. Um, and unfortunately, that's not the case, even with the uh, friendships and the, everything that you built. Um, I know we, we think differently on that, Bryce, um, but you know, I think that, that's my take on it, at least. And I think that is part of being a man. And it really is, you know, find something to stand for and, and do your best to stand for it. Yeah. What's that saying? Stand for something or fall, fall for, anything. for everything. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, all right. So as we uh, wrap this up, any, any final thoughts guys on uh, being a man? I know we'll come back to this. So anything right I just now? think, take care, take care of your people. Don't be afraid to listen to your friends. Like, like be, a, I, like, I think masculine was sad. I don't know be a good friend just like be there for your friends if you're really a friend be a friend uh, that's my kind of take you know i did have final literally i had the final thought that i wanted to say in my head but it just evaporated <laughs> oh god why does this always happen <laughs> i'm sorry man I, I was going to say, though, at least to, to kind of take that even further, Bryce. Um, I think we can change the narrative about what, what being a man is. And I think being a man is, and this is something that my dad has told me too, being a man is looking out for your, your people, looking out for your friends, and then being willing to take the first step forward and like crossing the bridge um, with others. So I think in that vein, you know, I think change the mentality about, you know, being a man and being masculine is nothing wrong with that. It's just as long as you're doing it for the right reasons, basically. Yeah. Oh. Dana, yeah. did you come back to you? Um, no. And what's going to really annoy me is the minute that we conclude the It'll episode for good. It's it's going to come back to me. Um, Sorry, my dude. But I'm trying to think what my what it was jesus I, you see i feel like i'm definitely holding up the viewers <laughs> and i don't suspense. don't want we'll, we'll throw it in our caption when we post this how about that exactly we'll do yeah, that we'll come back to it for sure we'll all right like, if you made it this far <laughs> yeah exactly if you made it this far um thank you so much for listening uh, we really appreciate it uh this has been the first episode recorded that we'll be posting up with the new format every monday uh, if you haven't yet followed us on Instagram, please do. It's at the BU underscore MS. Uh, hit that follow. Um, subscribe. Follow us here on Spotify or on Google or wherever you're listening. And just keep listening in. You know, we'll tack some good stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, reach out to us through that Instagram. And we'll happily listen to any feedback you guys want. So, yeah. Enjoy and keep being bummed. <laughs>